Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 239th film. It's the 2019 Mexican Spanish language film, I'm No Longer Here, or in Spanish, Ya No Estoy Aquí. It's directed by Fernando Frias de la Parra, and it stars Juan Daniel Garcia Trevino, Yahia Alde, and Angelina Chen. I'm Jesse. I'm here solo for this episode from, I guess it was uh, released on Netflix in 2020, and that's why we're doing it now in this order, but it did have a little bit of a release earlier in 2019. So yeah, let's, uh, let's get ready to discuss this one. As always, I'm going to spoil this film as I go. So if you're interested in checking out I'm No Longer Here, give us a pause and come back a bit later on because I'm going to start with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about a gangster who is forced, he's a very young gangster, who's forced to leave Mexico and start fresh in America. That's a really simple way of putting this. Uh, there's a lot more to this film than that, but we will get into that as we go. So let's kick off and, and talk a little bit about how this film ended up on Netflix. I think that, um, you know, it's got a bit of an interesting story that the script for this was actually completed way back in 2013. Um, and it was originally published as a short story um, before being adapted into this this feature-length feature film. Um, it sort of focuses around um, cumbia, which is a, a music genre that began in Monterrey, Mexico, Um where they played normal Colombian cumbia songs at a slower tempo, and that, that's a bit about this. What this film is about, I guess, is that you know we slow slow things down a bit and look at, at things a bit slower. Um, the the cast of this film is largely comprised of non actors. There's there's a lot of just uh, everyday people in this film, which is good to see. This this was the official submission of Mexico for the best international feature film at the 93rd Academy Awards in 2021. It did make the shortlist, but wasn't nominated. Uh, But I I guess we can talk about when it was released. It was released officially originally on the 13th of July of 2019 at the Scene Festival in the USA. Played a whole bunch of uh, festivals in the lead up to its actual release on Netflix worldwide on the 27th of May 2020. It was filmed in and around Monterey in Mexico. A big part of this film is that era of Monterey. It did pretty well in, on the award circuit. It, I'm not going to name them all, but it, it had 18 wins and another 20 nominations. So highly acclaimed this film, really, if you think about that. Um, for me, I only had a 58% Netflix match. So Netflix are pretty much telling me I wasn't going to like this film, which is which is quite interesting. Um, but if you do look this film up on Netflix, it does come up with something else because Netflix put together a, a it's about a 14-minute conversation between two of Mexico's biggest directors, Guillermo del Toro, del Toro and Alfonso Coran. And they talk about this film for, for nearly 15 minutes. It's literally the two of them both wearing black with a black backdrop, lots of head nods. And it's literally just a discussion between the two of them about this film and, and what it means to Mexico. They talk the director up being his debut film and sort of how good the film looks and the originality of it. And both of them are highly, highly positive about this film, which is interesting. But let's have a, a chat about what other people are saying. What, what are the audiences and critics saying about this film? On Rotten Tomatoes, this sits at 98% on 45 reviews. That is fresh and certified. So the critics really like this film. And the audiences on Rotten Tomato too sits at 89%. That's on more than 100 ratings. Extremely high. IMDb, a 7.3 out of 10 on 8,700 ratings. So 
extremely high. Anything over a six is looking pretty good on IMDb. And Letterboxd, again, this is extremely high. This sits at a four out of five on a bit over 34,000 ratings. And it's actually been logged by 44,000 people. So our film uh, loving audience on Letterboxd love this film too. So highly, highly positive. What are my thoughts on this one? Um, I think it was good. I mean, the, the there are lots of non-linear flashbacks throughout this film, which are very confusing to start with, but they slowly add to the narrative and, and where it's going. And I don't get the massive love for this film. I think it's fine. Um, you know, it's it's well made. It looks good, but it's not something that I'd highly recommend and be like this. This is one of the best international features that you need to go and check out. So. Yeah, I'm coming from it um, on not not a negative point of view, but a lot lower um, like um, critical acclaim from me. I, like it was good, but it's it's not the the best movie I've ever seen. So let's this, this film really focuses about two characters. Our main character, um, Ulysses, who is or Ulysses, who is the the leader of this youth gang in in Monterrey, in Mexico. I think they're called the Turcos. Um, they're not really that sort of hardcore gangster drug gang that you're looking at there they're, they're this group that get together over their love of music and dance and that's a big theme in this film is the idea of music and dance and you know um this he's, he's a celebrity of sorts Pete, there, there are people in mexico that like young girls that want to get photos with him but but he struggles with the demands of home um his mum's got a young baby at home um and obviously making the right decisions is, is a big thing that that impacts him and, and forces him to have to go to america and and when he does get to america to escape this violence and crime and, and possible death threats or, or assassinations against him he, he sort of struggles without understanding english or or fitting in or, or having this this celebrity status that he has at home and it, it doesn't matter where he goes in america people criticize his look even migrants themselves like other um other spanish-speaking people in new york they, they, they criticize him so he's really struggling um and i think we, we meet this girl lynn and she's the other character i'll speak about too she, she finds him intriguing and she's sort of the the granddaughter of this convenience store where um ulysses gets some work and her family are migrants but she's sort of the opposite of him she's sort of fitting in with this american life um but also finds like i said before finds ulysses kind of intriguing and working out who he is and trying to help him even if they can't communicate properly so she sort of is a good support for him at stages throughout but other than that he's pretty much on his own once he once he leaves mexico which is a, a really sad thing and sort of you know we'll talk a bit later about this title and, and where he's at as a as a person um as we said before the director fernando Frias, um he's got 10 directing credits um most of them tv shorts and this as i've said before this is his sort of feature debut and um del toro and um Koran, obviously big fans and, and want to see more from him um and, and sees him as a really important director for mexico time to talk about some scenes what are some scenes that i enjoyed in this one and then some things that i probably didn't like as well i think you know there are like like i said before this film looks good uh to start off with, for me, there's this scene where um, Ulysses is waiting at this train station in New York City, and there's this guy playing a guitar that he's just mesmerized by, and he's so focused on that that he gets mugged, and we don't actually see the mugging on the screen that the train goes in front, and you get this cool shot from the, the outside of the train, and then you see him all bloodied and beaten. I thought that was really well done, just showing the struggles of where he's at. He still has his connection to his culture at home of music and the love of music, and he's really struggling to fit in. Um, and then through the flashbacks, we see the, this drive-by where a whole bunch of um, 
gang members are shot and killed and Ulysses has to hide and, and the camera just stays on him for ages so impactful and, and gives you the reason as to why he has to escape because now he's a target uh there's a scene in New York where Ulysses and Lynn they're at this library um I think it was a library using a computer to sort of use Google Translate to, to communicate and and he shows videos of her of him dancing from home. That was a really sweet moment of her getting to know him. Uh, and I also like there's another character in New York that sort of helps um, Ulysses out a little bit too, Gladys. She's this Colombian he meets at this club. He goes back to find her and, and she sort of gives him this um, couch in her house to sleep on for a night and sort of says, you know, don't come and find me again. Now it's time for you to go forward. Don't look back. Um, and I like that too. And, and I think, you know, to conclude... Um, there's, there's a scene where Ulysses goes back to see Lynn. Um, she opens the door, her grandfather's in the background, pretty much just closes the door in his face. And it's almost like the door of America being closed on him too. And the thing that he needed to, to say, cool, I need to go back home. Even if it's dangerous, I'm going back home. Um, things that I didn't like in this one. And I think this is probably one of my biggest frustrations with this film the music and the dance. I get that it's a big part of this film. I get that it's a big theme and a big idea about culture and identity, but at stages I was extremely bored because a lot of these scenes went on and on and on. And um, I'm not sure that we needed so much on the screen. Uh, and the other thing I guess that that I wasn't a big fan of was that there's a scene near the end where um, Ulysses is sort of just chilling on this rooftop of, of Lynn's grandfather's shop and Lynn just comes in and pushes him. She's giving him a dictionary to try and communicate with him and wants to talk to him. He wasn't in the mood. Just felt like a real annoying scene, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that added to the film, other than the idea of him really struggling. Um, some themes, some ideas in this one. This has a lot to say. I mean, obviously, the migrant experience, the idea of having to flee crime and violence, and, and that struggle of where you locate, and and that idea of missing home, but also the idea too that migrant stories aren't always about people that want to leave, that want to get out to, to give themselves a better life. He's in exile. He has to leave because he's forced to leave. Um, and, and for him, for Ulysses, this, this is a fall from grace. It was like he was a rock star um, to being like every other migrant trying to make ends meet, really, trying to get a job, trying to feed yourself, trying to find somewhere to sleep. Um, so that was interesting too. And and he's, he's a youthful character. This idea of making the right choices, growing up, deciding who you are, and, and not just looking out for yourself, but also your family. Um, and and that sort of leads into that idea of Mexican identity too, the, the idea of loneliness. Um, and we see this in the concluding scene is dancing alone, everyone dancing alone, no matter whether you're in the, the lower class, the middle class, the upper class, at some stage, everyone feels alone. Um, and, and that sort of has in the background this idea of the political turmoil in Mexico. We see this through the radio. Um, I mean, they use the radio really well through callback for song dedications or song requests, but also of what's going on in Mexico at the time too. And and the idea that um, to survive that, you know, there's you need to be stubborn at times. And, you know, the, the idea in the background too, that you've got the police, they're always out and about, they're always creating issues. But at the same time, these people connect through their music, through their tradition, through their culture, through their dance. So there's a lot of stuff going on in this film, which is um, which is quite nice. What did I take away from this one? I, I, I know pretty much next to, to no uh, Spanish. And, and for me, there's a scene where... Um, Ulysses keeps saying to Lynn, you know, don't say the word Virga, don't say Virga. I had no idea and what this word meant, so I had to look it up and it's a uh, it's a slang word for for the male appendage. So I, I kind of understand that now by looking that up. So that was uh, that was a good one for me. 
some sort of questions or some observations. I think like, the title. I sort of touched on this before. The title of "I'm No Longer Here," um, and as this idea of you know who are you when you're you're taken away from your roots, from your crew, your gang, your family, your music, your language, your culture. Um, you're just removed completely from it. You're no longer here as not just as as a physical person in the country, but also, you know, emotionally, mentally. How do, how do you regain that that love and that feeling that you had for your homeland? And um, I like that idea that they, they use throughout this with the idea of, um, I think Ulysses says to to the, the older Colombian lady that, you know, he plays music slower to make it last longer. I really like that idea. I think that's really cool. And, you know, I'm guilty at times of, being stuck in this this fast moving world where it's like you've got to do everything really quickly get everything done because you've got so much to do and you know even when i watch films at times i I watch films at you know one and a half speed or double speed just because i want to consume that content but sometimes you just need to slow it down enjoy it make things last longer i like that idea Um, i did see this ridiculous comparison online um in relation to this film there was this commentator that said you know americans may love mexican food but they keep deporting mexicans what a, what a what a silly silly comment. I I understand that the issue um, of the border and and the issue of migrants in America is, is a big issue, but I feel like that that's that's a bit of a draw card to try and compare that. I, I I don't know. I don't live in America, obviously, but to me, I thought that was a bit of a a silly commentary on this film. All right, I think I'm ready to wrap this up. Ready to put it all together. We give the film a rating out of five. I mean, like, like I said, this this looks good. It's well made. It's got some good performances. It's got a lot of good things to say, but I can't get past the the, the part of me being bored at various stages in this film. The the overuse of the dancing and and the walking through the streets of New York it, it really took me out of this film at times. I, I get why people like this. Um, I get that it's meaningful. I get that it's really great for Mexican filmmaking, but for me, um, it just doesn't quite stand out for me. Um, so I'm giving it a two and a half out of five. Not not horrendous, but two and a half out of five. It's worth, um, you know, it's it's worth your time if you're you're interested in this. But when I think about films such as Roma on um, on Netflix that we've seen before, like that is filmmaking. That is, that is that is like a, a great narrative, a great story with characters that you care about. Um, this this was still good, but it's just not up there like Roma. Um, we have socials, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Give us a follow, give us a like if you can. If you're on or subscribing to us on any platforms, give us a five-star rating, leave us a comment. That really helps out. I just want to know the question on social media is, and this is a big spoiler, but what will happen to um, Ulysses now that he's gone home, gone back to Mexico? What's Is he going to reconnect with his, with, his, um, with his gang? What's he going to do? Um, because I think if he goes with his family, they're, they're all going to be in a bit of trouble. Anyway, let's uh, let's move forward to next week. Next week, we've got another international film from uh, from 2020. It's the Argentine crime thriller film called Intuition or La Carazonanda. It's directed by Alejandro Montiel and it stars Luzana Lopulato and Joaquin Farrell. That's what we've got next week. Another international from Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> it's in Argentinian. Oh no, it's not in Argentinian because it's in Spanish. I give up. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I'm doing my best. Let's let's keep at it. Another international film next week. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you then.